Welcome to another message from Charles Millett Ministries. For more information, contact Christian Provision Ministries at 919-774-9462 or visit us online at www.christianprovision.com. It's great expectations on the radio. Get clear. Let's get clear, y'all. Get focused. Let's get focused. Get moving. Great expectations. With the Bishop Charles Millet. Yeah. With the Bishop Charles Millet. You're rocking with the Bishop Charles Millet. Great expectations. What changed me? Obviously, other than just God, was a decision. I said decisions can get you in trouble and decisions can get you out. You can make a decision today no matter where you've been, no matter what's going on or has taken place in your life. You can make a decision today to start your life new, fresh, with a clean beginning. You can make a decision today that will do that. Now, your destination, in other words, where you are right now may not change, but a decision today will change your direction. So you can start moving in the right direction with a decision, even though where you are now may not be where you want to be. And that's what happened for these folk in the Bible that people brought to Jesus, their outlook was dim. Their future hopes and dreams was not bright, but somebody looked at them and saw something other than a man that couldn't speak. Somebody looked at them and saw some person other than a person that was strung out on drugs. I had an opportunity the other day to play golf with a gentleman that uh, has a, um, let me see, what should I call this? Um, he has one of those businesses where they have poles in them. And one of the guys, it was the most interesting thing because we had a room full of brothers and one of the guys stood up and talked and he said, I've never been a part of a group where you can have doctors and you can have lawyers and you can have judges and you can have pimps. And everybody laughed and he said, I'm not a pimp, I'm just an entertainment consultant. And then he said to top it off, and a bishop. But I talked to him and we had the conversation and we started talking about how women get trapped for various reasons and what they do to make money for various reasons. And I was able to have a healthy conversation and get him to listen. Because it's possible to really make a living and make money off of people who are hurting. People who need folk to stand in line for them. Look at your neighbor and say, you're only one decision away from a major breakthrough in your life. Let's quickly look at Matthew chapter 15. I want to show you all something. Verse 21 through verse 28. Because there are several things I, I, I shared with you about standing in line. I said, you know, start a line. 
I talked about being committed to that line or stay in line. And then I talked about getting people across the line. I want you to see this instance about, you'll see here. Jesus went thence and departed at the coast of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Cana came out of the same coast. And this woman came out, y'all, and she was crying. She was hysterical. And she said, have mercy on me, Lord. Thou son of David. She was honoring and respecting his position of authority. And she, she came out. Have mercy on me. And this is why she was hysterical. And she was really in dire straits. And she was desperate. She said, my daughter is grievously vexed with a devil. She said, my daughter is being controlled by a spirit. That's wrecking her life. What do you mean being controlled by a spirit? Let me put it to you in a language that ham- homie can understand. When there are certain things that can get inside of you and you become under the influence or controlled by those things, that means that your behavior is a result of what's going on in you. Let me give it to you like this. I used to drink kind of a lot. Okay, it's not something that I'm necessarily proud of because see things that you used to do, you have to be conscious of it because even when you get free from it, it doesn't mean that it don't try to linger around your bloodline or linger around your house and look for an opportunity to come in. And I was always good when I wasn't drinking, but when I would go to the ABC store, Get my little bottle. Once I took the liquor, I mean the spirit, and put the spirit in me, then I was under the influence of the spirit that was in me and everything that I told myself I was not going to do, I couldn't do it because the spirit that was in me wouldn't let me do what I said I was going to do when I didn't have it in me. But when I got it in me, it's like I didn't have no control not to do it. Because the devil says, I can't do anything with you when you're straight, but if I can get you to put it in you, then I can do something with you. And this mother goes to Jesus and she says, have mercy on me. Are y'all, now, 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 you know, I understand y'all didn't drink liquor. You didn't put no liquor in you. But I don't know what you put in you. But this thing I do know, whatever you put in you, if you don't get some help with it, you'd be under the influence of it. She said, my daughter is got a demon. Okay, how much time I got? 15 minutes. Okay, go to the next verse. Check this out, y'all. Look at your neighbor and say, stay with him. It's going to be good. Now, she's talking to Jesus because she need help. Her daughter is in trouble. And he answered her. He He didn't say nothing. And here go his disciples. They came and said, look here, Lord. We on, we, 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 we focus on something else. This is our assignment. Uh, this, we already got people in line that's waiting to see you. So we, we don't have time. Send her away. Because all she do is keep crying out, she need help, she need help, she need help. Now, y'all, do you know who the disciples represent? 
You. I know you were struggling trying to figure that out. You. I'm going a little deeper. You know who Jesus represents? Me. This is me and you in the scripture. And there are people all around us who are not necessarily in the church, but around the church and even come to the church and they're crying out and they're pleading and they're saying, I know CPM's got an agenda. I know y'all saved. I know y'all love the Lord. I know y'all living for God. But do y'all see other people around you who need help too? And if we're not careful, y'all, we'll be like, we busy. What do you mean, Bishop? 12 more minutes. You can be so busy taking care of your own until you think God has nobody else that needs help but you and your own. What do you mean? There's nothing wrong with you looking out for your own house, but there are other people that God wants you to help other than the people that live in your house. Here we go. 24. But he answered and said, I am not sent but to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Jesus said, lady, I got a line that I'm working on. You know, this is guts. This woman had guts to come to Jesus and interrupt his line and tell him, I know you got a line, but I got a daughter that needs help too. Next verse. And guess what she did? When Jesus told her, I'm focused, I got other people that I'm helping, she didn't get no attitude. This is why I wanted to come back here. She didn't get a pop in her finger, snatching her weave around, talking about I'm out of here. I'm done. I don't need your help no how. You ain't no good Lord. You ain't no good pastor. But notice what she did, Sierra. She worshiped him. And Cindy, she said, help me, Lord. Ooh-wee. If you're not careful the first time, God don't do what you want him to do. When you want him to do it, you take your marbles and run to the house. But not this woman. She said, help me. And then Jesus answered and said, ooh, Lord, look at David said, it gets deep now. Is it not meat to take the children's bread and cast it to the dog? Oh, Lord. No, he didn't call my daughter no dog. <laughs> Jesus called my child a dog? Oh, no, he didn't do, he didn't do that. But look at what she said. Brother Rollins, this is what she said. Lord, you're telling the truth. Yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from the master's table. Good God Almighty. How many of y'all can stay with God and let him finish what he started in your life before you start telling him what he need to do? Jesus answered and said to her, woman, I ain't never had nobody interrupt my line like you interrupted my line. I ain't never had nobody worship me and continue to stay with me when I have told them I'm focused on something else. But you know what he said? Your faith is great. He said, be it unto thee even as thou wilt. And look at this, y'all. And come on, y'all can talk. And her what? Her daughter was made whole from what? There is nowhere in the scripture 
that she even got her daughter to Jesus like the other folk got people to Jesus. This woman was so desperate until she said, I can't get her here because the mind she got, she crazy. She's so, she's so strung out and stressed out that, that I can't even get her to come to church. But Lord, I'm going to stand in line for her. I wish she would come. I, it, it bothers me to go to church and see other folk with their children in church, their husband in church, their spouse in church, their family in church. God working out. When will my husband ever come? When will my wife come? When are my children going to come in? And God say, stop complaining and go stand in line for them yourself. When will you care enough about people that you will say, I'm going to stop complaining about why you're not coming, but I want you to know I'm going to go stand in line for you. You know what that tells me? Who, glory to God. You may can't get them to do right physically, but spiritually you can stand in line on their behalf. But we struggle with that. We struggle with that. As a parent, and any of you, if you haven't experienced it, keep living. I pray you don't have it. But if you ever have a day when you wondered or you wonder what happened to the child that I raised, And you'd be like, Lord, what did I do wrong? Where did I mess up? Where did I blow it? And you have to understand like I had to understand. Even when you're having those moments, I can't fault myself for what my grown children do. But I can stand in line. See, Listen, oh God, should I say that? Well, you said it, so I'm going to have to. Some people, oh Lord, some people are so bent on being right that they would rather see you totally fail than to admit that they were wrong. Because if you fail, then they can say, I told you. Are you listening to me? So no matter how this mother had raised her daughter, she won't dare complaining about who did wrong or what was wrong. All she knew was she need help. And whatever I got to do to get her some help, that's what I'm going to do. Grab somebody and tell them, don't do life alone. You, 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 you. Look at them and say, stop quitting on everything. Say, stay focused. Uh, come on, say, get planted. Look at them and say, Jesus loves you. When you make up in your mind, you're not going to do life by yourself. Jesus said to the mama, I'm going to bless you for serving. You're serving your daughter. And I'm going to bless you for that. Louise David said, I won't do life alone. I'm so glad that Jesus makes all things new. 
He makes, he makes all things new. I'm, I'm so glad what he did for me. My life was old until I met him. And when I met him, I'm so glad he saved me. I'm so glad he healed me. I'm so glad he delivered me. I'm so glad that he set my mind free. I'm so glad that he put me in a place and gave me wisdom to stop being committed to what was trying to kill me. Is it anybody in here that's glad that Jesus has made your life new too? If that's you, make some noise for about five seconds. There's so many wonderful things that God has for you in your future. So many wonderful things that God has for you in your future. But God doesn't want you to do life by yourself. It was not designed for you to be by yourself. You were designed to be connected, to be plugged in. God already knows where you failed. He already knows where you messed up. He already knows where you're going to come up short. Listen to me. He already knows where you bumped your head. But the amazing thing is this. God says, do you want to start again? Do you want a new life? Do you want a fresh start? God said, do you want to turn the page? Do you want a new chapter? I don't need you to spend a lot of time with me talking about where you've been. All I want to know is, are you willing to go somewhere brand new? Are you willing to have life like you've never had it before? And God says, because if you are, I'm glad you are because that's in the business of what I, that's what I do. I make all things new. I turn things around. I reverse things. I bring people from the back to the front. I bring them from the bottom and I put them on the top. I heal them that are sick. That's what I do. And the Lord said, do you want it? Do you want it? Do you want it? Is it anything too hard for God? And all he needs today is somebody that's willing to say, yeah, Lord. I want to start new. I want to start fresh. You know, it's the most amazing thing. You know, you never know what's in your heart till you get tested. <laughs> I needed some yard work done. So somebody had put a sign on my mailbox, do yard work. They got to use it, does it for me. He missing. I've been praying for him. So I called a new guy that I didn't know. I'll be there tomorrow. I'm sitting on the porch. I'm waiting. This is not judgmental. This is facts. It's happened, but it's going somewhere. So I see this white truck turn, pulls up in the yard. So I said, it must be him. So I go down. I walk around. And He's sitting in the truck, truck up high, I'm looking up. And I look down, and the first thing I see is a Confederate tag on the front of the truck. Now, in my mind, that, that flag, if you don't know no better, it do something to you. <laughs> Let me walk on this side. <laughs> you, you, ever see, you ever see something do something, get the, get the jerks? Like, help me, Lord. He drops down out of the truck. He got these dark glasses on. I know he, he looked at me like, 
are you doing the yard? Are you bidding on the yard? I understood it. I didn't have a problem with it. So he never takes his glasses off. So I inquire, ask a few questions, go around, check the yard, and come back with a price. And he looks at me, he says, so, uh, so how long you been living here? I said, well, I built this house, blah, 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 blah. I said, well, I'll give you a call, let you know if, uh, you know, I'm going to give you the work, okay? So he leaves, and I think to myself, I said, Patty, he had a flag, never took his glasses off. I said, that thing bothered me. Then he asked me, how long you been living here? I said, now what that got to do with you cutting my hedges? But y'all, before I could feel some kind of way, I had to remember that he's somebody that Jesus died for. And so when it come time for me to go pray that evening, guess what the Lord puts in my prayers? Out of all the people in the world that need help, the Lord brings him back to my mind. And I had to pray for him because I don't know what, why, or how he makes some of his decisions. But for all I know, I could be the agent of change. You could cut my hedges and your whole life. You know what? I could go, I give you a glass of water and quote a scripture. You might take that, take that tag off. I don't know what you're going to do. But more importantly was this. I needed to make sure that I didn't have anything in me that would keep me from standing in line for him if the Lord told me that I needed to minister to him. And y'all be surprised. Why'd you say that, Bishop? Because you got people that sit beside you in church. They don't wear a flag, but just something they wear and you be. I mean, they just sit beside you. You see them coming. And it do something to you. And the Lord will bring them to your mind in prayer. And you let what they do to you keep you from praying for them. And loving them. And with all of the embarrassment in the world, going to the house, Bishop, the mother had to tell everybody that was listening around Jesus, I got a daughter who going through. I wish I didn't have to tell you. I wish it didn't have to be this way. But you know what? My daughter need help. And right now, I'm not going to be too proud to do life by myself. I'm not going to stay locked in my house and pretend that there's nothing wrong with my family, nothing wrong with my home. There ain't nothing that I really need when I got a chance to get the help that I need. And when you fly solo, you may feel like Hercules or Superwoman for a minute, but that's going to wear off. Because you're going to understand you were never born to fly by yourself. You were born to be joined. You're joined, born to be connected. And if the truth Get focused.
Charles Millette Ministries would like to thank you for listening to this message. We pray that the favor of God continues to elevate your life. Our mission is to get clear, get focused, and get moving. If you want more information about our ministry, please contact Christian Provision Ministries at 919-774-9462 or visit us online at www.christianprovision.com. Yeah, you on with the bishop, Charles Millet. Yeah, with the bishop, Charles Millet. You're rocking with the bishop, Charles Millet. Great expectations.